Say what? Say what? Say what? The Welcome to the Hell With It podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. A lot going on this week. Man, that's to say the least. That's an understatement for sure. And, and your thoughts about the debate and the results. Well, how, me, well, how do you think overall uh, Welker did with it as, as, uh, as, as moderator? I, I think she did a, a good job. My honest opinion, I to me, 45 seemed like he was medicated. I was going to say he was, on new, he was on a new kind of drug this time. It, yeah, he to me, he seemed like, you know, on some type of medication to keep you, keep you calm. Because you can right. tell he wanted to get all fiery like his normal self, but something is like, the medicine will only let him go so far. Yeah, because uh, I, I noticed his demeanor changed a couple of times when, when uh, he was questioned about, in particular, the, the, the opening segment about COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't know, but it, it just seemed that way to me. Well, and, and his eyes, once again, looked a little funny, too, you know, from you know, my perspective. And everybody say, well, he's okay. He he don't have it anymore. And he was just here in Georgia. And Lefner and her people and Kemp and his people met with him. And mm-hmm. some people in Lefner camp, camp now have the virus. Mm-hmm. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Uh, no, it's not a coincidence. I mean, because you, you would expect, number one, he was still within that window of 21 days, as all the doctors have ascribed to. Yeah. It takes over 21 days for this to get out of your system. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll... Now, and again, it goes back to, and just like he was questioned by Leslie Stahl from uh, from, uh, um, uh, from 60 Minutes, when was the last time you tested negative? Couldn't answer that question. And you know what's funny? The the thing I think about of the 60 Minutes interview is something Obama's President Obama said. If you're such a big and bad man, how you let a 60 minute interview make you run out of the room? Exactly. That, <laughs> Oh, really? You, you, you know, you let her run you out of the room, but you're so big and bad. Yeah. And highly upset. Yeah. You no, know? she knew exactly. She, I mean, she just asked a plain and simple question, and but she must have hit a nerve, man, that caused him to jump up and storm off. You know, like a little Bradley child, which is, I mean, we shouldn't expect anything different from him. Yeah. You know, that once again, that's his, that's his, his, his normal, his normal pattern. You know, and, and, when when he's questioned hard, he runs hard. Yeah, but that's you know. just like any bully. Look, look at the people that's supporting him. 
you know, like at the uh, Biden rally, his his uh, drive-in rally. Yeah. Uh, Forty-five supporters stormed the rally. Really, think about this. Why would you have to do that? What you know what I'm saying? Why do you have to intimidate people? Why do right. you have to right. do that? It's no need for if you just do your if you're doing what's right and you're on top of your game, you wouldn't have to do that. Why would you have to go to those tactics? Very you wouldn't true. have to. Well, you know, it, it and it goes back to even more so the real question, why have voter suppression if you're so confident in winning? Yeah. You know, you only suppress something when you don't want it to come to the surface. Yeah. When you, you know, when you know that, you know, your back is against the wall, you have nothing going for you. So let me do everything that I can to prevent people from voting not in favor of me or anything else for that, you know, for that nature. And then, you know, when you, you think about the campaign ads, Lincoln Project. All of these, every single member of the Lincoln Project are all Republicans. And so you have all of these individuals who, who have come together with one purpose in mind, and that is to present the truth. I will say this. He lies all the time. Absolutely. I think now on all that medication and stress and being his back against the wall, He's starting to tell the truth. And what, I, what I'm getting at is, remember the other day he had to go to Pennsylvania, right, for a rally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 45 complained about being there. He's like, why should I be here? And he stormed off and left the rally early. Wow. Didn't he say something about Michigan in that very same respect? Yeah. About he, him hating to come to, to Michigan? If you're running for re-election and you need the vote, why why would you say these things? Um, shifting gears a little bit, mm-hmm. I I think is very important. Unless you know all these so-called black entertainers and celebrities jumping on the 45 bandwagon, it's a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of them saying like he did more for uh, prison reform. Let's let's keep it real. Forty five only released twenty black individuals from prison. President Obama released over a thousand, one thousand. And something people don't realize, forty five now is talking about mandating a national stop and frisk. You know, when his buddy Giuliani did when he was mayor of New York. 45 is trying to uh, implement that nationally. But, okay, so you're implementing a prison reform program, yet you're accelerating a stop and frisk. Isn't that kind of a oxymoron? Isn't that defeating the purpose of your so-called prison reform, yet accelerate stop and frisk because you still got the same mentality police officers that are out on the street who were responsible for George Floyd's death, Mm -hmm. for Breonna Taylor's death, 
for every uh, 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 for Ray Brooks' death. So yeah, you're going to do away with prison reform and increase stop and frisk, which is only going to lead to more shootings of blacks and, and brown-skinned people. When, when not only that, think about it, stop and frisk. Think about the harassment. Mm-hmm. Stop and frisk means, you know, people of color just walking down the street, just, you know, uh, standing. Minding their business. Minding their business, and the police can come up and stop and frisk them for no reason. Yep, yep. But you want to support this man because he done, he done fed you a bunch of lies. Come on. No, let's, let's call it what the it is. The hell with bullshit. it. The hell with it. It's bullshit. Plain and simple. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, there's, there's, there's no other way of trying to sugarcoat it. You know, but here you have three to five deaf and fetched Negroes who decide to align themselves with the liar-in-chief in supporting whatever kind of plan that he has to garner the black male vote. And brothers, hear us well. Don't fall for the okey-doke. You know, I used to have a profound respect for Ice Cube and 50 Cent. But after hearing what they have decided to do to align themselves, to support Trump, to push, you know, and, and you think about it, these are individuals that, you know, that we as a people look up to, you know, not that we idolize them, but we look up to them as being um, prominent individuals in the black community because of their their, their skill set, because of their, uh, um, their, their, their placement within the entertainment industry. But now, you know, you're going to align yourself with the devil? Come on. You know, you sit, they've sold themselves short for 30 pieces of silver because that's all it boils down to. And in the back of 45's mind, they're still niggas. Regardless of how much they, you know, they they decide, oh well, we're gonna align ourselves with Trump. Come on, wake up. My, my thing is for these these people that now all of a sudden have aligned themselves with them. I want everybody to pay attention from now and and maybe eighteen months to twenty four months from now. Let's pay attention to see if they have any major new projects or business ventures. That would tell you mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and two things come to mind, you know, what listening to what you were talking about. People tend to ignore the truth when reality is not helpful. When you don't want to deal with reality, you will ignore the truth and see what you want to see mm-hmm. and hear what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop letting politicians tell us what we should care about and 
hold them accountable to listen to what we really do care about. Exactly. Because if you think about it, when they're campaigning and, and when they're talking, I'm, I'm talking about the GOP now, when they're trying to get people of color vote, they always want to tell us what we should care about. Mm-hmm. When do they yeah, really go into... They give us their platform. Exactly. When do they really go into people of color neighborhoods before this and really listen to what the concern is Never. and what needs to be done? They don't. They wait till right before election. They'll stick their head in there, hold a rally, and tell you, well, you need to be worried about this. You need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But they, they rarely listen to what the people need. Well, this is what I find interesting. As many times as Stump Jr. has come to Atlanta, Mike Pence has come to Atlanta, Stumper Boy has come to Atlanta, not one single time have they set foot in minority community. Each and every time, they've headed up to Forsyth County. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, that tells you right there who their base consists of and what their overall agenda consists of has absolutely nothing to do with people of color. Do they care? And when they held the so-called Black Empowerment Rally, in Metro Atlanta, they went to Smyrna, yeah. and uh, <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of uh, people of color that live in Smyrna. I used to live in Smyrna, mm-hmm. but come on, like you said, they don't they don't go into the neighborhood. They will not go into the neighborhood. No, no, it's too below them. But yet, they want fifty cent. Kanye West and Ice Cube don't to forget do whatever Diddy. they can to garner and convince black men in particular to vote for Trump. Yeah. And to that, I said, hell with that. Well, I, I think, yeah, they want that, but I, I also think they're trying to split the black vote. Because if they, if they can take a uh, Again, they only need 20% of the black vote to help them. Yeah. Of black male vote. So, and that's what they're trying to do. Vote. November 3rd is right around the corner. We've had a great turnout, but we need every single person to vote. No excuses. No reasonings why you can't. Again, if you have to stand in line two, three, four, five hours to cast your vote, it is your right to vote. Do not be intimidated by individuals who may try to show up, uh, at, you know, at, at at the polls to intimidate your vote. Vote. Because your very life depends on it. 
Your children's lives depend on it. Your grandchildren's lives depend on it. It's a must. And I want to bring something else back up. Um, They like to try to pin uh, Biden down about the crime bill. And we need to, a lot of people don't realize and understand why that uh, why that crime bill was signed and was created. Uh, it was a lot of crime going on during that time, and, and mm-hmm. drugs was running rampant. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you what happened. A lot of people don't know. Lynn Bias, one of the best ball, basketball players ever, college University. basketball players University ever. of Maryland died from a drug overdose. Yep. And when that happened, and people need to understand, black ministers and the National Black Caucus pushed for that crime bill. Exactly. And now they want to pin that crime bill on Biden. No. That, that, yep. and, that, and that's, and that's the, the atrocity of it all. Black ministers and the Black, National Black Caucus, they was like, i get this bill done. Mm-hmm. They wanted the bill. Now everybody's trying to pin this bill on uh, Vice President Biden. That's that's not right. People need and to understand that. From a negative that. standpoint, and, and uh, 45 and, and company are presenting that from a negative standpoint as well to try to yeah. make him look bad. I mean, true enough, the bill wasn't, it wasn't a good bill, but it was almost, and I admit, it was like a a knee-jerk reaction. People wanted something so bad, and they needed something done so bad that they did that crime bill. It it was not a good bill, but you can't put that all on Biden. That's wrong to do that. No. You know, and, and, and in connection with that, you know, as you were saying, uh, you know, earlier, you know, 45 in his prison reform. The number of smoke screen. 20 people compared to a thousand plus people being, yep. re- being released. Vast difference. Vast. Vast. Vast, vast difference. And, and think about this. He wasn't thinking about that until Kim Kardashian went up there. Precisely. And, and you think about it, it's not really a reform bill because no. all he did was release a few people. Exactly. So it's not really a reform bill. And if he was really trying to do prison reform, he wouldn't be trying to now start a stop and frisk because right. that stop and frisk is just going to cause, like you said, more people to get shot. But not only that, it's going to cause a lot of people to be locked up. So mm-hmm. they're they're not trying to. You need to really look at some of the stuff he's doing behind closed doors. Again, he's the expert at smoke and mirrors. Yeah, deflection. He wants you to look one way while he's doing something else. While all this is going on, he's getting ready to pass the stop and frisk. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's, and let's not let's not forget the uh, uh, the bank account in China. <laughs> yeah. China is so bad. China, China, China. Yeah, Yeah. this this guy is 
this guy is the he has so much going on on earth yeah in a nutshell and he has and you know I've said this when he was running for president I said if he become president he's going to regret it and he's already regretting it because by him becoming president it, it has uncovered so much stuff he didn't want to come out and there's things to come he don't want to come out but you know, you know what I love most though and th- and this was from the, the the debate the other day think about how 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 long you know it takes four years for the IRS to do an audit now what is prepaying your taxes he's lying now the two the two just don't don't add up he's lying you know uh during the campaign yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna reveal my taxes yeah well you know they're on the audit okay well that's five years and counting uh but yet your first year in office you only paid two seven hundred and fifty dollars yeah that's less than what some people pay in a month in taxes yeah. based on their income. Yeah. No. You know, like Michael Bloomberg said, oh, no, no, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. As the saying from a, from a spiritual perspective is that the greatest trick that Satan plays on humankind is that he never existed. The greatest trick that Trump played on his voters is that he's going to do so many great things for them. He's always going to have their back and he was going to drain the swamp and he was going to give them a better health plan. Well, he was talking, uh, telling them what they wanted to hear. Because again, he he never really wanted to be elected. He didn't expect to be elected. He was trying to help his brand, and that's why he he ran. But he had he had a hidden ulterior motive if he did win, and he's definitely shown that. Well, yeah, but again, he never expected to win. No, and and people close to him said he never. He just knew that if he ran. It would help his brand, and that's what he yeah. was trying to do because his brand was struggling so bad. Right, and still and, struggling. Yeah, and he he ended up winning. Yeah, and he's taking and, full advantage of of his yeah. win. Yeah, he's taking by advantage ignoring of ignoring the emoluments clause. Yeah. So well, again, and I vote. I blame uh, Moscow, Mitch, Lindsey Graham, and all of them for a lot letting him do what he's doing. And I blame the Democrats for not pushing back hard enough. So it's it's a lot of blame to go around for what he's doing. Yeah. 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 And again, for the people who for the people who is not voting or didn't vote, you don't have a reason to complain. You can't complain because you didn't vote. No. You don't when vote. You don't, shut up. Yeah. If you don't you vote, don't you don't have a voice. And and by not voting. 
you're voting for him. That's the other thing to keep in mind. You stay home from the polls, not mail in your ballot or take in your ballot, you're voting in favor of him. And and the thing is, what do you have to lose to vote? You have nothing to lose. You only have something to gain. You don't have anything Absolutely. to lose by voting. Absolutely. And don't take a the hell with it attitude that your vote is not going to count because your vote does count. Just like you 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 change the oil in your car every three, five, seven, ten thousand miles, your vote. This is a four year cycle. That by not voting, you are allowing yourself to be pulled into the negativism of that four year cycle. There's absolutely nothing that you can say when your car breaks down. When you lose what gains you've made thus far, if you lose them by not voting, there's nothing you can say. And with that, the hell with it. The hell with it. Thank you for tuning in to the Hell With It podcast. You can reach us at the Hell With It podcast at gmail.com. That's T H A H E L L W I T I T podcast at gmail.com. Say what? Say what? Say what? The hell with 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 Say what? Say what? Say what?